Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Craft Brewed Sports. I am Mike, sitting with me, as always, is my main man, Scott. This is Craft Brewed Sports. Scott, you ready to tap this cake of sports knowledge? You pump, I shall pour. Deal, man! How you doing, bud? It's Braves vs. Reds weekend, it man. It is. This For is... our 50th episode! <laughs> How the hell does that work that out, That lined man? up perfectly, man. How crazy is that? I can't believe the one of the big debates that got us talking about like starting a podcast was the battles we would have over Braves versus Reds. Right. That's kind of the genesis of this whole thing is us debating the teams back and forth. Yeah. And ironically enough, on our 50th episode, here they are. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> this is such a special episode, too, man. I'm so pumped because we finally got the drunk line working. We worked the kinks out. <laughs> All right. Uh, for those Y'all, Mike was that... so pissed last week when we Dude, couldn't figure it out. It was something. the worst And we feeling. knew it was something real small because we had it working. Everything was good to go. And, of course, when you go to launch, failure to launch. It was like, hey, man, we should test this real quick. And then I'm like, what the fuck? And I, I'm like, I'm turning <laughs> knobs that I don't even know how they work. I'm changing settings on the the audacity recording. I'm like, nothing's fucking working. And I was just trying not to kind of laugh because I, I, know, I, I knew it was something like small. Like, it wasn't anything crazy. Yep. Nope. It wasn't anything uh, crazy. For, for those of you wondering, the solution was to switch... Uh, cords in the computer. That was it. Reverse the inputs that they were in. Just flip flop. That's all I had to do. Uh, if I had, if I had just stopped for like five seconds, and been like, okay, <laughs> hang on a second. I would have gotten it, but instead I'm like, we're fucking late. It's already ten o'clock. We haven't even gone live yet. <laughs> you were so, so mad. mad. Like oh, I kind of had so to mad. try to not laugh. To be honest, no, I appreciate you. Well, I would have fucking flipped this I, table if no. you had laughed. <laughs> I, like, well, I knew how I, I knew you were upset, and I, I wanted it too. But at some point, it was just like, "Well, <laughs> this is not gonna happen this week." I mean, you know, people people understand. Just, let's just chill out, have some beers, right, and do come the on. Show. Are we? We're talking about the people that listen to our show. You think they just understand? Oh no, no they were totally gonna talk we shit. Got, that yeah. wasn't that was never in doubt. But I was thinking just in general of, oh, uh, you guys suck. Yeah, this would be you guys <laughs> right. messing shit up. Ha, ha, ha. You and Mouse we'd move on, shit. right? Right. Plus, the real thing was, it was Memorial Day weekend, so I was thinking about 10 people were maybe going to tune in the whole show anyway. That's uh, pretty accurate numbers. <laughs> <laughs> so, was, what, who, who are we missing out on calling in live here, really? Let's, <laughs> let's be real with ourselves. I think there were like three people that were like, man, I really wish 
you guys were live because I was bored. My <laughs> Friday night just isn't the same, man. You guys were <laughs> supposed to be my entertainment. Thanks. <laughs> Keith says, let's go. And I agree. Uh, it is time to go. Thank you, Keith. Uh, thanks for watching the show. Anyways, this week, man, uh, so you picked up a very special beer for us. This I did. Week, dude. Uh, I'm super pumped for this one. Uh, this was one that Scott, I'll let Scott tell the story here after I introduce it. But the beer is by Three Floyds Brewing, uh, which is one of my favorite breweries. Um, I think they're in Indiana. They're up near Chicago. Um, but they uh, this is Gumball Head, which is their wheat beer. And you know how I feel about wheat beers. I am not a wheat beer fan. That's uh, all me. The, yeah, this is right up Scott's alley, but this is one of the few wheat beers that I can get behind. Uh, it Off the, the jump, doesn't have that really weird aftertaste that a lot of wheat beers have. Um, really smooth brew. Uh, this is one that I, I in full disclosure, I, I have had before. Three Floyds also makes... My favorite IPA that I've ever had, uh, Zombie Dust, which is one of those, it's like the Holy Grail type beers that you have to find. If you like IPAs, uh, people put Zombie Dust right up there with Pliny the Elder. And I know you don't like Pliny (laughs) the Elder. Uh, No. (laughs) I've been over that plenty of times. But Zombie Dust finishes much cleaner than than Pliny. It doesn't have as much. It's kind of like how they do their gumball head. Like the gumball head doesn't have that really strong weedy flavor. Uh, zombie dust doesn't have that strong IPA flavor either. Um, so three Floyds makes some fantastic fucking beers. Yes. And this gumball head was, uh, recommended to me from a coworker of mine who was really, really excited about this beer. And he's not a huge beer drinker, but his son told him that, uh, I didn't get to say who is my, my coworker, Steve Raleigh, the weatherman at channel nine. Hell yeah, Steve Raleigh. <laughs> he, he, uh, had told me that his son, told him that he needed to try this beer uh, probably about a year or so ago. And based off of the label, Steve kind of dismissed it. He didn't want to drink this beer because it had a real ridiculous label, (laughs) which it does look like maybe a four-year-old drew it. It's not very fancy or anything. But, you know, at his son's best, he tried it, loved it. And, you know, it's it's not really easy to find around here. Um, I happened to find it close to me at my house. So it was actually going to be the guest beer originally because he had given me two. He was super excited. He's like, got to try this. And I told him, hey, well, you know, you'll be the guest beer on the show tonight. Every now and then people give us guest beers and we give a shout out and try those along with our regular beer. But I went to the store, couldn't find anything I was feeling. And as I was about to walk out, found this and... Instead, it became the beer of the show. So <laughs> here we are with Gumball Head, and first taste was amazing. Yeah. Now I will say it's not cheap. No, it's not. A cheap. six pack runs you fourteen bucks, which is pricey. Man, that's a rough. And you know what? Super normally, pricey. so normally when like a six pack is that expensive, you expect it to be. Nine ten percent ABV, and this one isn't. It's only five point six. Right, so this which is a means lower the taste ABV. better be exactly out of the run. I walked in and told Mike, "This better make me just rainbows because <laughs> it's pretty pretty pricey." So <laughs> Steve had a lot uh, a lot at stake here because if this beer had sucked <laughs> and we were out here canning it, he was going to hear about it. But <laughs> so far. <laughs> fantastic i mean i love the wheat beers and there's nothing about this that at first sip i'm like oh this is great yeah we're good to go it's a good beer uh i 
I'll say we'll see how it holds up, but I think anybody listening kind of knows how consumer can it's going to go by the end of the show. Yeah, you have a pretty good idea. Very little chance we that we're going to can. We didn't. <laughs> we didn't do a very good job of hiding uh, our excitement on this one. Good beer. I'm excited for it. Uh, so before we get into upper deck, I wanted to kind of throw this out there for anybody watching on Facebook. Uh, if you are looking to call into the show, we're going to go through upper deck, do those stories like we normally do, and then we'll open up the line. So if you try to call in early, you're going to get the uh, the voicemail uh don't worry about it i also i don't know what's going to happen if more than one person tries to call in at the same time i've never tested that out so we may have like a <laughs> we may just keep hearing the phone ringing uh i also was about to share this the the whole we're taking calls soon and this damn thing autocorrected to we're sharing balls soon i am so glad so glad that I, I noticed that an autocorrect called to balls before uh, I hit send on this because it would have said, come on in, show us live. We're taking balls soon. <laughs> not uh, You think you would, we would have taken shit for <laughs> things not working out last week? I would never hear the end of this. This would if, have been the last show. We would have been like, nope, we're done. No, we're it would have just been screen grabbed or anything. <laughs> Everyone like, hey, you know how excited you were about The Rock retweeting you? Does he know you take balls soon? <laughs> Oh, that would have been the end of me. (laughs) Thank God I looked at that post. We won't be taking balls soon. We will be taking balls. I mean, unless Mike's taking picks or I'm trying to name black hockey players. Nobody's. (laughs) And those are just metaphorical balls. Thank you for throwing that in there because I was like, you motherfucker. I saw saw the look on your face and I was like, let me finish. (laughs) We We both take. Balls in our own way on this show. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so for those of you watching on Facebook, at the bottom of the screen, we'll put up uh, the the drunk line number once it's up, up and running, um, and then you can just feel free to call in. And you know, if we're talking about something, you want to change the subject, that that's fine. If you don't want to talk about sports, you want to talk about something else, I'm cool with that too. It's a drunk line for a reason. You guys can just get hammered uh, along with us, and then call in and do whatever you want uh, on the drunk line. But Before we get into that, let's head on into Upper Deck. As always, Upper Deck is brought to you by Audible.com. Fans of Craft Brood Sports, you can get a free 30-day trial membership to Audible, complete with a free audio download. Uh, Even if you cancel the membership within 30 days, you still get to keep that audio book. And to get your free audio book and test out the Audible service, go to audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. That's audibletrial.com slash craftrootsports. Or just go on over to our website, craftrootsports.com, and click the Audible trial link in the menu bar. All right, so the big news this week, and I'm sure everybody has heard it by this point, uh, Tiger Woods. Mostly seen the mugshot. Yeah. Not, yeah. <laughs> you know what? As soon as I saw that, I was like, mm, where, where's the memes? Because they're coming. <laughs> that was not a good mugshot no, at no, all. that was awful. Not, that was bad news. Nothing about that. That's what I heard people that were like, he blew a 0.0. He probably come. Like, did you see the mugshot? That dude, dude I saw some up. really good ones that like Tiger Woods was- golf the the like video game cover yeah. with him passed out. <laughs> it said now thirty liquors available, and it was just him laying. It said Tiger Woods twenty seventeen. Uh, I. When when shit like that gets out, people get real creative. It yeah. makes for good stuff. It really does. We are we are a people that are very good at uh, poking fun at other people's misfortunes. The internet is perfect for that. Uh, but it's not just the internet. It's apparently uh, publications as well. And we saw this in two New York publications. Uh, for the record, I use that as as a loose term. Uh, fuck yeah. both of these publications for yeah. the most part. Yeah, they're they're glorified tabloids um the new york post and the daily news they both decided to uh to run the story uh, and they shocker 
They had the same fucking headline. Like, I feel like they just called each other and uh, and were like, hey, the what chances are you, of this? What are you using? Yeah, we'll use that too. Uh, they went with the headline DUI of the Tiger. Ah, see what you did there, New York. Wamp, wamp, wamp. <laughs> that was their front page headline with On the mug both shot. of them. DUI so, <laughs> of the Tiger. I don't even know. I, I mean, they may be owned by the same group, so I don't. Maybe. That story may have been written by the same dude. I don't fucking know. Who but knows? Awful that both of these public, seemingly separate publications come up with the exact same corny fucking headline. <laughs> Real quick, point. Jim said it's a miracle. Small miracles happen every day that we made it to 50 episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say that Jim is indeed a small miracle that we made it to 50 episodes. Because I think I was thinking on the drive home today. So we've been doing the show a little over a year, but we still don't have a year's worth of right. episodes. We haven't hit 50, be 52. Yeah, 52. Technically, do we with the extra one? Did uh, When do we count it? Are we counting the... Um, the baseball we are counting the baseball one episode as one. Yeah. Okay, so, so it's technically it 51. Two different episodes, so yeah. it's still one short, but yes, it is a small miracle. Thank you for pointing that out, Jim. Uh, dude, I I mean, we talked about it when we went when we made it a year. We didn't think we were going to make it a year, like, <laughs> in all seriousness. Uh, also, Keith said that the beer better be good and give me a handy. And for that price, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Hi, Helen. Uh, <laughs> DUI of the tiger. That's uh, that's the story there. There's really nothing else to it. Just that, just that two publications, both cheesy as fuck, came up with the same. Uh, yeah, and I, I actually think that it makes the story better that they had no connection and they both put them right. out. They looked at <laughs> the other one. I'm like, oh, you guys have the same lame sense of humor. <laughs> Imagine that. But speaking of the New York Post, <laughs> since we just shat all over it. Um, a New York Post story came out this week, and it chronicled the, chronicled the shutdown of New York Knicks center Christophs Porzingis. Uh, in a move that he's pulled before with success, the NBA center went on Instagram looking for love, but instead... Jesus Christ. Got the stiff arm. Yeah, lame. But again, it's worked for him before. He has gone on I mean, models' pictures and put smiley face emojis and ended up you know, hooking up with them and dating them for a while. So I understand going back to the well if it worked for you once. But anyway, he goes on the uh, photo of a Sports Illustrated model, uh, Inez Nikik, and he hit her with multiple emojis of the heart-filled eyes smiley face. Um, Of course he did. A commenter responded that, hey, brah, she was born in 1999, which I'm assuming means that she's probably still 17 for a little while longer. Either way, she's either 17 or just turned 18. Uh, The... Nickick also happened to see the comments, and she, being the savage that she is, responded with a photo of her making out with some dude. I, I, maybe her boyfriend? Maybe just <laughs> maybe a dude just that a she dude? just saw, and she's like, hey, I, I want to make this dude jealous, so make out with me and then take a photo of him. Uh, she also sent with the comment, Christos uh, Porzingis, who? Uh, are you sleeping peacefully, Christos Porzingis? Uh, Christoph, to his credit, tried to play it cool. Um, he sent back a comment to the uh, comment about her being uh, born in 1999 that said, oh shit, my bad, and a couple of laughing <laughs> emojis, because apparently he loves the emojis, but the damage was already done. That's the scariest part to me in this story. So not only did he try to hit on an underage girl, but he uses so many emojis for a grown man. 
Like, well, he's only twenty-one, so let's—that's still grown, a grown man. Yeah, You're but that's using the term man. loosely. You know these younger than us millennials they're dumbasses like, i mean that's fair. emojis is how they get their living i understand that like this is a different age than when i was uh single and dating and there's like this whole internet portion of dating now but if you're a professional athlete right do you really have to go on <laughs> go somebody's to- instagram and be like winking face emoji right like, and then hope that that leads to something. Can't you just see a, a model out at one of the exclusive clubs that we can't get into and like be like, hey, here's all the money I have. Although <laughs> <laughs> although you, you could do worse. You, you, you could be Mr. Kelly from Ole Miss and uh, try to slide into the DMs and then get put on blast that way. <laughs> you know, yeah. not once but twice. Yeah. So... You know, I guess two different shades of the same flavor. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I just think it's funny, though, that here's a professional athlete who does have all this money. Yeah. Fame. You know, people who follow any type of basketball at all know who Christopher Singas is. I mean, he's not a household name, but, you know, NBA Nick Center. So, right. hey, there's Especially there's in there. New York. Like, people right. know him in New York. And, like. and so the fact that he tried this really lame move that, you know, something when we were 21 <laughs> that we might have tried and we're not NBA ballers and then it would totally make sense that we got shot down right <laughs> and here's this model who was like oh no I'm gonna take this to another level I'm not just gonna politely be like hey I got a boyfriend and keep it moving she sent him a picture making out with the dude, dude. man I mean <laughs> that's hard that is hard like I, I slightly feel bad for him. Not totally, because he's still an <laughs> NBA player who will probably just go pick up the next model and move on with his life. But it is out there, and it's kind of embarrassing for the moment. That's super embarrassing. Uh, but if you're if, so, if you're not an NBA player and you're a single dude out there, uh, just know it happens to them too. Right. Oh, and since we didn't have Mets news, I mean, we tried. <laughs> Mr. Met tried to give us all the news, but. I felt like it got covered ad nauseum, and what was there more to say than Mr. Met gave a middle finger? <laughs> the Mets suck, and that's the state of the franchise right did now. Did you see their their, ma- their mascot? Did you see what fingers. happened with the Brewers? No, uh, their manager got thrown out of the game because there was a, a pop fly in foul territory, and Flores, I think, was going to make the play, and the Brewers ball boy was like over there and tried to get out of the way. Well, when he tried to like scoot past to get out of the way he accidentally hit him with his stool and made him drop the ball <laughs> oh shit so, so the the manager ended up getting tossed because he came uh well the umpires originally ruled it an out uh for interference and then huddled together and were like wait a second he's part of the field and oh, it's damn. not an out that's as long as it's incidental contact it's not interference <laughs> so they call the batter safe and flip the fuck out oh. <laughs> it ended up not mattering uh i think the guy grounded into a double play after that to end the inning but that's the season the mets are having right now. <laughs> that's where they're at sucks to suck doesn't it terry collins <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it was no shitty mets news this week but christopher singas was here to make sure that <laughs> new york <laughs> new york sports look like shit <laughs> and this is a friendly reminder that fuck all new york sports dude <laughs> I love it. Uh, all right, well, let's talk a little hockey. Uh, apparently, throwing the catfish 
you're just asking for trouble in Stanley Cup games. Uh, so last week we talked about Taylor Lewin, uh, the rumor that he had cut his finger throwing the catfish in the Predators game six win uh, of the Western Conference Finals. This week we learned that throwing the catfish is something that needs to stay on the home ice. Um, so Jacob Waddle who is a Preds fan who attended game one of the Stanley Cup, was immediately thrown out of the arena in Pittsburgh after throwing a catfish onto the ice. Uh, it didn't stop there. He faced criminal charges, including disorderly conduct, disrupting a meeting, and possessing instruments of a crime, which all total would have carried a penalty of up to six years in jail. Uh, the charges were dropped. Pittsburgh ended up, uh, they, they're not pressing those charges. Uh, but there's the lesson. Have all the traditions you want. Do whatever weird shit, throw whatever you want on the ice. When you go on the road, don't be a fucking dickhead. Like, well, that yeah. shit stays at home. Oh, that's fine. But why did it get to the point of pressing charges? Was it that serious? I understand throwing the dude out. I under understand escorting I, him I out. Mean, I don't know. Pressing charges, though, that seems a little rough. I do. Only because... I do agree to an extent because <laughs> the, the one of the charges is disrupting a meeting. Like, like that's what we're going to call this game. Oh, he was disrupting a meeting. And what exactly, how far does that charge go? Can you just, like, kick in the door of a church and be like, hey, I'm in the door, waving the fofo. <laughs> you just disrupted this meeting. You're under arrest. Possessing instruments of a crime is hilarious, too. Because that, <laughs> means, that means somebody had to take that catfish off the ice and they were like, can we throw this away? No, that's evidence. <laughs> you got to keep that shit. Well, you know what? We we joked about this, and then I saw a couple articles, and I started to think, they got some points. They got a real point there. Oh, wow. The Reds are about to tie this up. Oh. Yeah, they are. Wow. Wild pitch to tie it up. Nothing, oh, says, okay. nothing yeah. says solid, shitty two teams baseball like wild pitches to tie things up. Boom. The I love it. I love it. That I'm glad because I was gonna ha I was gonna have to try to figure out how to find another game since this is in the ninth. <laughs> anyway, what <laughs> I was going to say is extras. this is kind of a big deal that uh, sporting events have a problem with people smuggling things in. Right? Uh, it's all fun in games when it's a catfish, but aren't they worried about people being able to smuggle in? things to games yeah I mean, that's kind I of a big concern a, maybe that's why they press the charges to like I, yeah and i saw the articles this week stating that and i thought yeah that's a good point we're so worried about you know having metal detectors and all those type of things we're you, about you terrorist can only attacks. Bring in a clear plastic bag now right. and, and, and these guys are able to smuggle these catfish by just taping it's like wait so all you got to do is tape things to <laughs> get past it that seems kind of unsafe. Yeah, whoever is supposed to be aside. whoever is supposed to be patting down, uh, you might want to redo redo the security lines in Pittsburgh. Because holy shit, hooray free baseball! One pitch later, <laughs> he was one pitch away from getting out of this game. I'm so excited. Oh, I love it. I love it. Anyways, so Joe says, or I'm sorry, not Joe. Uh, Jim says, keep your catfish in the south. You racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what that means. I don't either. Uh, anyways, there you go. That, but the, that, there's no trouble. The dude's fine. He's probably banned from the arena, but he doesn't give a fuck. Predators are down too well. That's true. He's like, I'm not going back. That's, well, maybe he hopes it goes back, but he's not worried about going back with him. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, here's a feel-good story, and we'll stick with the uh, Stanley Cup on this one and uh, that series. But... Hey, Mike, you ever get a text from somebody you don't know? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of random, and you're always... The first instinct is, what the it's fuck? Like, what the, who 
is this? Who is this? I'm about to fuck with this dude. That's <laughs> normally my first instinct. <laughs> Mine's usually, I always think about it after I delete it because I usually see the number pop up and I don't know who this is and delete it. And then if they text again, that's when it's like, okay, all right, now I'm going to yeah. know, mess around. Well, maybe think twice about that next time. Because <laughs> a random no- number texted a Pittsburgh woman offering four tickets to game two of the Stanley Cup. The woman, Amy Santora, called the number back, and the person explained that he had sent the text to the wrong number. Sorry, yada, yada, yada. So Santora hangs up. You know, that's the end of it. Well, the man actually called her back a few minutes later to say that the actual person he was trying to text only wanted one set of the tickets. So the <laughs> other two tickets were hers if she wanted them. So, so fucking cool, man. She took the mystery man up on of his offer, and her and her husband were pleased to get two free tickets right behind the goalie that were valued at $329 a piece for free. We don't really like doing feel-good stories here on Upper Deck, <laughs> but wow, that's about as cool as it gets. Dude, that is that could have ended horribly if a number, if a yeah. random number called you, and then you know she has to trust this person when she goes to pick up the tickets she and everything. Still, the article that I read, she still doesn't know who it is. Oh, like, really? Did they just she, like take him to will call? They, yeah, they were like, "I'll put him under your name and will call." And wow, she literally. So you're going into that like, are these even going to be here? Right. And I you think, and I think you go into that going, you know what? If if they're not here, we go to the bar. Who gives a shit? And we we party. But then to find out that the tickets are really there and it really happened and you're really getting free tickets. Right. Like, I, I'm assuming it went like this. Like, well, we'll show up and see what happens. You get the tickets. Like, well, the fuck? these tickets are real. Holy shit. And then they get in and they're like, where are our seats at? And they're going down to like the glass. <laughs> Holy fuck. Like, that's how it would be for me. Just like. We should have is- smuggled in a catfish. <laughs> Oh shit! I think that's a dude. That's such a cool story. That is a great I think story. It's awesome. But yeah, she uh, she had no idea who it was, and in the article, she was like, "To whoever that was, thank you. I appreciate it." Right. I was like, wow. See cool. your first instinct to fuck with people. You would have totally messed up you getting to do that. This is the second story I've heard in uh, the recent past of somebody getting involved in a wrong text message and it turning out to be something really awesome. The first one was a comedian here in Cincinnati, Mark Shalafu, got grouped into a tech, a group text message that he didn't know anybody and they were it was somebody telling the family about a soldier that went overseas and like where they're at blah 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 and he's like hey i think you, you shouldn't have included me and they were like of course we should include you your family and he's like <laughs> you didn't Don't really, really think understand so. what i meant there but okay uh ended up that he took that opportunity to then raise money and sent 3000 cookies to this soldier Whoa. Yeah, it's it's starting to like it was just a business insider just picked up the story this week and started talking about it. That's uh, cool. So again, just one of those things where it's like you have the opportunity to really fuck with people or completely change people's lives. It. Yeah, and <laughs> and yeah, goes the complete opposite way. So the next time a random number texts you be the bigger person. Think twice. Yep. Uh all right, let's talk about some people uh having some shitty days. How about that? Let's <laughs> get, let's get back this, to the bread and butter. Yeah, the this, bread and butter I mean, this show of is, upper deck and this, craft fruit sports. This show was built on talking shit and uh <laughs> and people being assholes. Anyways, we reported uh, a couple weeks ago about Jeb Bush and Derek Jeter partnering to buy the Miami Martin uh Miami Orleans. They were the front runners. All signs pointed to that group winning the bid. Oh, but that's done. That, that is over. Uh, apparently, Bush and Jeter couldn't agree on how to run things. The original plan was to have Jeter handle, handle the baseball side of things and Bush handle the business, but it became clear that Jeter wanted a bigger role than that, 
And as we've seen from Jeb Bush before, he threw his hands up and said, fuck it, I'm out. I quit. <laughs> so uh, the, the more I read into this, uh, it, it's now become clear that the group led by Tag Romney, who was the uh, the other big benefactor going into this, that was the other group that was trying to win. Uh, he's actually partnered with your boy Tom Glavin uh, in his group. Which is crazy. I had weird. no idea yeah. about that, considering he's currently the yeah. third member of the booth for Braves' home broadcast. Right. So they are they're in a group together to to purchase it, and they are considered the front runners now. However, it's now being reported that Jeter still wants in. Fuck him. And, well, he says that Bush was only putting up twenty million dollars, which seems like a lot of money to us, but in and, the grand scheme, no, of things, it's actually really not a lot at all. It's nothing. When I read that number, I thought, wait, yeah. I thought Jeb was the principal. That's what I thought too. Money, I thought it was at least. Here. I would have thought Jeter was only giving twenty. Right. I thought it would have been at least like uh, Jeter and Bush like 35 40 each right and then the rest of it made up by whatever the group is is putting together uh, but no 20 million uh, from from Bush and that now all starts to make sense he wants all this control and he's only putting in like 10% of the bid and Jeter tells him fuck you we don't we don't need you I'm we'll the captain him. now we'll f- <laughs> <laughs> How long have you been waiting on that one? <laughs> it actually just popped into my head. Ah, <laughs> uh, that's awesome. Yeah, so uh, Jeb Bush losing again. <laughs> I but I love how this went down though. Motherfucker couldn't win the the presidential nomination, <laughs> which was unfortunate for us now looking back on it. Mm-hmm. Really would have wished Jeb Bush would have won the presidential nomination. But anyway, uh, he couldn't win that. Yep. Uh, which you know you go home and you've got your father who was the president <laughs> and your brother who. Also the president, and here you are. It's like, damn, son, you couldn't even, you couldn't, <laughs> couldn't make it a trifecta. He, he, he is clearly the the Cooper Manning. I was just gonna Manning. say it's <laughs> this family right here. I'm glad you know Cooper Manning's name because I oh, was God, gonna yeah. say I was gonna say the Eli third man and Peyton, Peyton's brother. Like, yeah, that's where no, I was gonna no, go. No, with it's that. Cooper. Uh, but then on top of that, you did have W owning part of the Rangers back in the day before he was president. So now at family yeah. dinners, it's like, hey, remember that one time when I was president? How's that going for you? Oh, <laughs> shit. That's right. You're president. That's cool, though. You you just bought the Marla. Oh, oh, oh wait. You, you didn't do that either. I, I'd be like, I'd be like, hey, mom, tell Jeb he's got to go somewhere somewhere else. <laughs> this is the, the winner's table. Jeb can't sit here. He makes him sit at the kids' table. It's like one of those little tiny tables on the floor. His knees are all up in his chest. Dinner's for closers, Jeb. (laughs) You ain't one. Your track record proves it. Uh, I would love to be there for some family dinners at the Bushes because, I mean, seriously. That's fucking awesome. Failure everywhere for one Jeb Bush. (laughs) But fuck him. Also, I hope that somehow Jeter doesn't figure out a way to pull this up because fuck him too. <laughs> Just wanted to throw that out there. Yeah, well, your your boy Tom Glavin might be involved then. <sighs> with the Romneys, though. Come on, Tom. Not and then the Romneys. Involved with with the... Tag. With two Gs. Tag. Tom and Tag. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All right, moving on. <laughs> this story is fucking fantastic. Oh, I gotta get ready for this. This was made for craft brewed sports. <laughs> so let's give you a little backstory before we play this sound, this epic sound. Uh, Glenn Davis, big baby, some of big you know baby. him, a former NBA player, once played at LSU. Uh, he played for the Clippers, 
the Celtics, whatever. He yeah. played for a few NBA franchises. But once upon a time, he did play for head coach Doc Rivers with the Celtics and also recently with the Clippers. Well, Austin Rivers is Doc Rivers' son, and he's mostly played in the NBA because he's been on his dad roster with the Clippers. Well, earlier this week on FS1's Undisputed, Austin was asked what he thought about his former teammate Davis saying that Austin was the cause of resentment in the Clippers locker room because, well, he's the coach's son, which totally makes sense, and it's probably true to some degree. Austin replied, quote, that's just baby talking. But then he added, if someone is constantly out of shape, late, don't remember plays, how the hell are you supposed to play? Davis wasn't a fan of those comments. In fact, he went on Instagram from Hawaii with this retort. I'm in Hawaii minding my own business. See, he's in Hawaii. And I look on Undisputed and I see old punk-ass Austin Rivers talking (laughs) shit. Talking shit. Come on, man. Yeah, I might have been overweight a little bit. A little bit. Probably late for one or two practices. Come on, man. Don't know the plays? Come on, bro. You're lying now, bro. Draw the motherfucking lying. fucking lying. Come on now, man. Now, that's a fucking lie. <laughs> Second of all, your father gave you your money. How can you, like, don't say shit to me. Your father gave you your money. Wait you for ain't it. work for it? Wait motherfucker. for it. Motherfucker. Type of shit. But I was there. I seen you at practice. You didn't give a fuck thinking you all that wearing them tight-ass pants. No. You know, your father gave you all that money so you can go wear those tight-ass pants. But keep your fucking mouth closed, man. Shut up, man. You're a fucking bum who's been given the world. Shut up. And just stay under your father. (laughs) Oh, shit. All of the sick burns with that one. He hit him with the motherfucker. No no TH. Motherfucker. Oh, my God. I love Big Baby so much after that sound That... That story, I was like, I give no fucks about either of these players. The, nope, for the record, but now I Don't am care. on Big Baby's side uh, in this on beat. Team Big Baby. Yes, that was. <laughs> oh my god, I love too that he threw in a. I seen it <laughs> <laughs> wearing them tight ass jeans that your father paid for. <laughs> oh, so good. Oh, he. The only thing that was missing was keep my name out your mouth. <laughs> Christopher said, "No one puts baby in the corner." <laughs> Yes. Oh God. I mean, seriously, that's that. That is one of my favorite sound bites. That is right next to. I don't give a damn about no Drake night. Uh, it, both of our epic sounds we're in the show have, to, have come from NBA ballers. We're gonna have to save big babies so that we can maybe play every once in a while. Come on, man, yeah. motherfucker. <laughs> Draw on the line at not knowing the plays. I, yeah, I showed up late. All right, I'm maybe fat I was as fuck. Fat. Whatever, man. But I know the damn playbook, bitch. You ain't going to call me out about it. I'll draw that shit on the whiteboard right now. <laughs> Whole playbook, bitch. Don't call me out about my playbook <laughs> etiquette. I know that shit. Oh, so. And, and, and here's how you know it was probably all true. Right after that, he immediately got personal. Yeah, he did. He read right on the personal text. So it's like, all right, bitch. You, it's time to, time to you make sure you know. Tight pants. Tight ass jeans. <laughs> oh, God. I mm. fucking love it. Also, if you get a chance, look the video up because the visual is also fantastic. It's it's Davis holding the phone, moving it around, but he's so upset and worked up, he's spitting. So yes. He just spit flying Spraying. at the camera when he's going <laughs> off. And, and everything about it is just great. You need to check it out. But. Get out, ball. Good night. See you later, Scott. 
Mezzarocco walk-off home run. Boom. Also, I knew that was going to happen because Christopher posted that on the uh, the Facebook feed, and we're behind because uh, Fox Sports Go is a little bit behind. <laughs> I love how I took your energy down so much with that. <laughs> this has been... Upper Deck brought to you as always. I'm going to the game the next two days. So <laughs> if this was the one they had to lose, let it be tonight. Dude, Sunday's going to be fun at that game. Yeah. Getting the kids together for uh-huh. that one. Yeah. Uh, this has been Upper I got Deck brought offer to tickets you tomorrow by... to the Champions Club. Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, sorry, but Upper Deck was brought to you by Audible.com and Austin Rivers Tight Ass Band. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Did I undercut you with that? Were you about to go there? I was gonna, I was gonna go with something with or Christoph for Zingus's Instagram <laughs> comments, his, his emoji feed. <laughs> Fucking Braves! Oh shit! Good Lord. So good. Uh, so uh, let's. Um... <laughs> Jim says, "Grab her by the kafefi." <laughs> <laughs> oh yes! Oh my! The Braves goodness. just grabbed this game by the kafefi. Dude, come on. The Reds are just... Uh, they, the offense had to come up sooner or later in this one. No, the Braves had to shit the bed at some point. If they hadn't done it, they waited till the ninth. I'm fine with that happening, too. I don't care how it happens, whether Dick. you lose or we win. I'm just glad that my team won. Um, as I search for uh, the thing to turn off um, the Do Not Disturb so that we can open up this line. Open up the calls. I'm super Everybody excited. call in and console me. <laughs> <laughs> Need help. Um, did you see Brandon Phillips before this game and uh, and what what he had to say about everything that's transpired? That, that dude BP is not happy. That dude BP is, he might be more pissed off than Big B. I just got a text from uh, one Ryan Shitty. LOL, damn bro, both our teams suck, so it really doesn't matter, but damn, we stole that one from y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Keeping it all the way real. <laughs> Motherfuckers. <laughs> Shitty uh, knows the deal. Uh, that is 100% true. We did steal that one. Uh, especially since you, we scored that tying run on a wild pitch. Like that's a that's Thanks a for rough, the reminder. It's a rough way to tie that one up. Bro. That's correct. Um, anyways, Brandon Phillips, not happy one bit. That, no. Uh, that dude VP is... That dude upset. Yeah, he is. Uh, he's very pissed off that the uh, uh, the Reds have let Scooter Jeanette wear number four, which I think is a little ridiculous. Like, well, and it's funny because I didn't even think about it until he brought it up that that happened. And that's not to say that I think that any there's any way, shape, or form that number four should be retired in honor of Brandon Phillips for the Reds. Is he's not that iconic player. It's it's the same season, man. Come on, like. You just got traded in February. They're yeah. not going to be like, oh, it's uh, sorry, you can't take that one. No, 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 no. But, I mean, actually, I think that's where I, I kind of am okay with him being a little bit upset. Not to the point of maybe holding any bitter feelings, but, I mean, I can understand him feeling slighted because he got issued this season. Like, right away after yeah. he got it. I, again, I don't think that the Reds should retire number four is any way that he's iconic enough in Reds lore to, uh, yes, he's an all-time fan favorite. Right. And that's fine. And he's a really great player for the Reds for an extended period of time. But they have, a, they have such a history that, sorry to crack that 
illustrious group, Brandon Phillips just doesn't do it. No. And so I don't, you know, that would be to suggest that his four should be retired, and I am no way doing that. I'm just saying I could understand how you would feel slighted by a dude named Scooter immediately being <laughs> issued your number. That would be a little upsetting to me right out of the gate. So if they were like, you know, maybe somebody mid-season got traded and the you know, number four is available, whatever, but for it to be right out of the season and a dude named Scooter, I, I, I'd be a little salty. I, I don't, I mean, I, uh, don't get me wrong. It's petty as fuck to be salty, but that's how, petty. I petty. I <laughs> that's how I roll. I don't care. That's how I roll. I'd be a little upset. Phillips is and always will be a fan favorite. They gave him a 40-second standing ovation today in his first at-bat. Which at is bat, very classy. Which he struck out during that first at-bat. But point being, the Dude, fans still... you're a real still, dick tonight, bro. Well, uh, I'm, I'm trying to get people to call in here. That's got, it. <laughs> I'm trying to get people riled up. You're going to have a big old sack of dick to steal here soon. <laughs> Uh, but he, uh, so he he was pissed off. He wouldn't talk to the media, which is fine. He's always had an issue with the media right. here in Cincinnati. Well, um, and I'm all for athletes just being like, yeah, I don't want to talk to the media at any given time. <laughs> I mean, if you don't, you don't. I get it. I'm part of the media. I don't. I don't I, have. A I can only imagine it. at certain points just not wanting to do it and just saying f it. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a problem with with not wanting to talk to him, but at the same time, like. Come on, man! Like it's, it's a number. First of all, like we're not. It's not going to get retired the second you leave. So of course somebody else is going to wear it. And yeah, they're going to wear it this year. Scooter, though, man. Scooter. Scooter's having a decent year. I mean, he's a decent player. I'm Scooter. All right with, I'm all right with Scooter wearing it. Scooter. <laughs> I'm sorry. The man in his name. Is if his name was Scotty, would you be okay with it? Like, if he was Scotty Jeanette, would you be like, no, it's fine. <coughs> I played the fifth. Yeah, all right. That's what I thought. So you're just you're just anti the nickname is is what we're we're looking. Yeah, at. Yeah, well, it's just because it's such a childish nickname. It's not. <laughs> it, it sounds like a four year old. Maybe that's why they gave him the number four. Uh, I mean, Scooter though, it just be because you know if if it's a guy that's respected in the league, if they had gone out and got somebody else, or you know, it's a dude named Scooter, man. But why do you have to like? Why is I'm not saying that the Reds should have called him. This isn't an next situation where you got to call up and be like, hey, so I just <laughs> wanted to let you know I started dating again, and, uh, you know, we, we went to your favorite restaurant. Yeah. And uh, I just want to let you know, like, it's might be, it might, you might run into us there. It's not that type of situation. I'm not saying <laughs> that the Reds should go out of their way. I'm just saying maybe just let, let it chill off for a little. Let, let I'm the, not saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. Let the, let the number cool off for a minute before you hand it to a dude named Scooter. <laughs> Just, that's it. That's all I got to say. <laughs> all right. That's fair. Anyways, so Reds-Braves weekend. This is one of my favorite weekends. Hold on a second. Chris said he tried calling. What happened here? I don't know. It should be live. Everything's live. Everything's Uh-oh. on. Uh-oh. You're oh, going to upset Jesus Mike. You're going to upset Christ. You're going to upset him. See what you did? Oh, oh, shit. You wouldn't like man. Mike when he's angry. You Big show. Are, are we going to have this? You guys are all going to see the... Uh, <laughs> he's going to turn green. <laughs> did you not turn off the Do Not Disturb? No, I did. It's oh, all did off. You? Yeah. Oh. Everything's off Ooh. on here. Uh, I don't know. I'm thinking he dialed the wrong number. That's what I'm going to go with. Francisco <laughs> wants to know if we think that uh, Katie would talk to Rihanna if the media didn't call him out. I don't understand the whole thing with the whole Katie-Rihanna thing. I'm confused as to what exactly happened. I know she was talking shit because she's a LeBron fan. She wasn't talking shit, though. 
That's what, what, the, that, that, that's where I was confused. I, I guess I just didn't understand hearing all the reports this morning. What exactly happened with that whole thing? Yeah, so what? Uh, Rihanna was sitting front row with a friend of hers. Okay. Uh, it was like her assistant, maybe. I don't know. And her assistant, when KD was lining up to, to shoot some free throws, um, her assistant yelled out, Brick. Okay. Uh, just fucking with them. They're talking right. shit to, uh-huh. to Kevin Durant. And then... They didn't throw a catfish. All right, no. Go ahead. And then KD hit a three and stared in their direction, and everybody thought he was staring at Rihanna, but it, apparently he was staring at this other girl oh, that was real? with that's Rihanna. The story? Yes, that's uh, the story. At one point today did I hear that, that version that's of That's the actual story All I heard was that she, Rihanna was... Talking shit because she's a big LeBron fan and was saying something. About, she like, was, I mean, she was probably ta- like she I mean. she did bow down to LeBron at one point. Um, so yeah, I don't know. By the way, I I stand corrected. Chris did call for some reason. It's listed as a missed call. You want to call him back? No, Chris, try calling back. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna call him back. I mean, he can call in the show if it's if it's working. It's yeah, everything should be working. There's, How did it say um, missed call? We didn't hear nothing. I know nothing came we through. Is it on um, vibrate? No, it's not. On, it's not on vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just asking. I'm just trying to make sure. That Jim said, "Yo, shit's broke." <laughs> it is, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm sure Jim would say that. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, everything. Should be open, guys. So uh, fucking, if you're not hitting it, uh, if it's not come through, tell us in the uh, um, in the Facebook feed, and we'll we'll try to get it worked out. Uh, but anyways. <laughs> He, he texted out his call and said, uh, here's mine. Hi, first time caller, long time listener. Exfoliate, <laughs> yes or no? What are we exfoliating, Chris? That's what I need to know. We need to get to the bottom of what we're actually exfoliating. I, uh, I'll i start this answer while I'm figuring out these things. I do exfoliate. I use, of course uh, you do. Oh, I use the, the loofah in the shower. Oh, does that count? Yeah, that's exfoliating, man. I just use it instead of a washcloth. Yeah, that's you're exfoliating then. You, then oh. yes, both of us exfoliate. Oh, okay. Wow, we're getting out of the real nitty gritty in this, <laughs> this episode. <laughs> Holy shit! I don't use any like special soaps or anything like that. Like I know. Oh, okay, has, yeah. No, it's just I regular just, ass suave. It's just exfoliating is just like body gel. Exfoliating is basically just like just washing your ass. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's just like tearing your skin while you wash. Like oh, oh, that sounds argh. painful. <laughs> I just I just rub gently all over me with the soap. I mean, I, I didn't know I was exfoliating. I guess I am. <laughs> The more uh, you know. <laughs> there you go. Uh, the answer is yes. Uh, anyways, try to call back in, man, because everything should be working. I don't know what, what happened there, but we'll talk more about exfoliating, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> We're breaking down all the... Uh, so tonight. let's talk about the NBA Finals since uh, since Frankie brought up... Um, Rihanna. Rihanna Riri. and KD. First of all, that was my favorite moment of the game was when uh, Van Gundy was completely like blown away by the fact that Rihanna walked past him. I missed that too. <laughs> she like she walked past. It Did was as instant bone? as LeBron was going in for a dunk. Uh, she walks past and and he's they were like LeBron in for the jam and Van Gundy's like Rihanna just walked past me. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was it was a total Brent Musburger moment of just like fuck <laughs> boys toss the ball in the backyard with your father because whoa that was that was one of the best live broadcasting <laughs> moments ever he just said what everybody was thinking um, but yeah all right so the Cavs obviously got trounced in that game but. Um, to be fair, 
to be fair. I did say, no matter what happened in game one, would not be shocked, would not ultimately matter. And I do not think that despite them going off, that it matters. Uh oh. First call to the drunk line. Now you got to figure out how to answer it. I don't know how to answer it, man. I can't answer it. Are you serious, bro? <laughs> can't find the fucking thing. This is extra low budget. <laughs> There's nothing <laughs> popping up to tell me how to answer it. There we go. I can answer it. Jesus Christ. That almost made Hey, Craft Root Sports. Who's this? Hey, it's Chris, man. Hey, Chris. How's it going, man? Thankfully, you got yeah. in. The, the lines I'm are blowing good. up. I almost, <laughs> I almost really fucked up and I'm couldn't psyched. answer the call. <laughs> All right, Chris. What, uh, what good stuff do you have for us besides exfoliating? And besides exfoliating, I was wondering about this upcoming game against uh, Columbus Crew and FC Cincinnati. What's your oh, thoughts on that? Good question. I think FC Cincinnati is coming out strong in this one because this is this is basically their audition for MLS. Yeah, and they're playing Columbus at home, right? They're playing at Nippert, right? Chris, do we lose you? You can. Oh, I don't right. know. That's a good question. I'm pretty I sure. I know this one. I'm pretty sure it's at Nippert, uh, so I think uh, I think the Bally's yeah, going to be uh, going to be hopping, and that's going to be a game. I think this will be our, our first test to see if FC Cincinnati is ready to make that jump, because everybody wants them to make the jump into the MLS. That's like obviously they're they're pushing big for the new stadiums. They want them to go MLS, so this is the first taste to be like, all right, where's our talent level at? So I think they're going to come out hot. Uh, I'm going to go with FC Cincinnati in that one, one nil. That's my pick, which means I just fucking jinxed it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, Mike just totally fucked that up. So everybody who's an FC Cincinnati fan, get ready to burn Mike at the stakes for that one. <laughs> Boo this man. <laughs> Who you got in that one, Chris? What's the over-under on GB biting somebody? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm going to take the over. <laughs> it's happened enough times, the over. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to take the over, too. I don't even know what we're setting it at, but I'll take the over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what else you got, man? Anything else? All right, man. Well, oh, that's that's it, man. I want to be your all's first live call. Well, you are. Thanks, man. I appreciate, appreciate it, Chris. It. You are the man. Thanks for uh, thanks for holding <laughs> in there and, uh, and calling back after we can't figure shit out. I appreciate it. <laughs> all right, thanks, guys. All right, all right bye. <laughs> bye. First call, man. Doing shit. Technology is amazing. Wow. I can't believe, man. All right. So seriously, let's take a step back for a second. When we and realize what just happened. When we were when we met at B dubs and we were like, hey man, let's do a podcast. <laughs> Did you ever think there would be a time where we could open up a phone line? No. The first show we held two <laughs> stick mics and sat on the couch and looked lovingly into each other's eyes. It was if you think back to those beginning moments, it was the most awkward shit ever. <laughs> if you would have told me we were ever at a point where we had video and live calls and stuff, I, no. Shit is We didn't even know if it was going to last like more than 10 episodes. We would have been excited. Here we are at Fitty taking a, taking a live call. Taking motherfuckers' Thanks names. for the call, Chris. Uh, anybody else, feel free to call in. Lines are open. Line is open. I don't even know. We don't have lines. We've got... A line, a line, uh, and it's so open. <laughs> and maybe, maybe Michael be able to figure out how to answer it. Maybe I won't. know how to answer it now. I got okay, it cool. Now. I got it. Cool, I figured cool. it all, all right. out, dude. That was one of those that I was like, I'm gonna have to learn this on the fly. And all it was was I was just in the wrong tab. It was fine. <laughs> it's all good. Um, all right, but we were talking. So we talking about the NBA. Yes. And back to game one, and I said it doesn't really matter. Um, I absolutely believe that 
you can take away nothing from that game. Almost imagine that it didn't happen. Yes, the Warriors are up one nothing. They were at home. I kind of expected it after the long layoff. Right. Everybody, you know, assumes that we, we, we both picked Warriors and six, and we both thought, you know, that if anybody was going to come out and dominate on any end, it would probably be the Warriors. That all being said, I, I put almost no stock into it because there's a little bit of a feeling out period and being on the road and it being game one and there just being so much at stake for the Warriors. I felt like they kind of had to do that to set the tone. And, again, I don't put anything into it because yeah. in this next game... Now, if it happens in the next game, a little bit less... Uh, obviously, a little bit more concerned if you're Cleveland, but, again, still out west. Like, I, if this game had happened in Cleveland, I think I'd be a little bit more that's concerned. When it's, yeah, that's when it's scary. Right, but you're, you're, with it happening in Oakland, I'm kind of just like, okay. And not only that, if you and, really think about it, uh, Cleveland shot shitty right. in that game. Like, they... They their offense was non-existent. Well, and I still there don't was think that no they, help for LeBron. In that I, st- game. I was gonna say I still don't think they looked like god awful. They would have beat most other teams. I think they shot like thirty percent, but like they looked bad. Yeah, no, but they looked bad. But again, against who? Against one of the best teams ever assembled, just based on talent, right? Right. And so they went up well, against the super team, yeah. and it never felt, though, that they were completely out of it. There was never a point, yeah, it got to a blowout point, and, you know, but overall, even still, even though I didn't think that the Cavs were necessarily going to back in it, it never felt just hopeless. Like, yeah. all those other series that all both of these teams played against their respective conferences leading up to the, those games felt hopeless for the teams pretty much from the word go. Yeah, I I think you're right. I, so first of all, in my opinion, this was Durant had to come out with a statement. Like he right. had to come Absolutely. out like he did. And he did. He made that statement. Like the pressure all right, was all um, on him. Right. So he had to do that and he did uh, and and it was, you know, great whatever. Um but the, I think he's not going to have another game like that. Now, the same can be said about Clay Thompson, who had a shitty game. He's not going to play as bad. And I think if you're a Warriors fan, that's when you're like, that's what we needed last year. Mm-hmm. They didn't have that piece because Steph got hurt and wasn't able to deliver, and they didn't have somebody that can take <coughs> it. And that's the, that's the scary thing if you're a Cleveland fan, to be like, all right, Clay Thompson can't hit shit, and they have all these other weapons to step it but into that's, his place. But that's exactly why you bring KD in, because if one guy has yeah. an off night out of your big three, you've got another one. Right, exactly. <laughs> Here's the, the thing that got me today, and my dad sent me this text message, and I didn't believe it until I went back and checked everything, uh, and it blew my mind. So last year, on mm-hmm. June 2nd, mm-hmm. the Cavs had just gotten blown out in game one of the NBA Finals. Okay. 2017, Cavs had just gotten blown out game one of the finals. Right. On June 2nd last year, the Penguins were up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup finals. June 2nd this year, the Penguins are up 2-0 in the Stanley Cup finals. Shit. And the weirdest one where I'm like, okay, that's whatever, but this one got me. At this point last year, on June 2nd last year, the Cleveland Indians were 28-24. and And going into tonight's they're game, 20 they're 28-24. and Holy so that's, that's some weird fucking shit. And as superstitious as Cleveland fans are, you know they're, they're gonna be like, "What? Fuck it. That's it. That's a good sign. We're gonna lose the next one." Uh oh, we got another call coming in. Oh snap! <laughs> uh, this one's an unknown caller. Hey, this is Craft Root Sports. Who's this? Don't kill us. 
this is Bill from San Diego. Hey, Bill. Bill, what's Big going Bill on? Out in Cali. How you doing, man? I'm living the dream. <laughs> Let me ask you this, so, Bill. How many beers deep are you right now? Uh, I'm only in six. <laughs> only, only in six. All right. Bill's a big dude. That's all right, nothing. All right, cool. <laughs> Go ahead, Bill. I am a very large fat man, so that's, that's not affecting me at all yet. Um, so I know fuck all about sports in general. So my question is, I'm going to segue you guys to, do you consider esports to actually be a sport and the people that participate, participate in it athletes? Oh, that's a, that's good, a good question. question. Uh, so, Scott, I'll, I'll throw it over to you. What do you I'll, think, I'll man? No. I, do, I actually do think that it's a competition. Here's where I'll get caught up on this one is because I've always argued that NASCAR drivers aren't athletes. It's, it's not, you know, that's not a sport because even though, and I think we've talked about this on the show, yeah. even though, you know, there's some sort of mm, physical exertion there, it's just not a sport because you're just pushing pedals, right? And they're just turning left. And I don't really think that it's a sport. It's a competition. And so I can't argue that guys playing video games, which I sit there on my couch and do, is any type of sport. Now, I know it can be competitive, and it's definitely a competition. I've witnessed some of them. Yeah, okay, and I get it. But no, I don't think it's a sport. I, I wouldn't call it a sport. I'd call it a – I'm the same way. I, it's, yeah. a, it's a competition. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Bill? Do you think takes it's a, a high level of skill, though. I, I just think that's interesting. So what – for you is what draws the line is exertion because I mean fucking baseball they spend all day just standing around scratching their ball <laughs> so is it you know, like while they're driving the car in NASCAR or playing the video game if I scratch my sack does that mean it's now a sport that's the differentiator that's it you Actually, have to, that is, that's the line you have to, you that's have the to line of demarcation <laughs> is, is scratching your balls while you're doing it you just unlocked, unlocked the key to everything I'm, I'm just trying to figure out where your mindset is. No, I mean, technically, they're both games. No, you're. You the people involved are both players. I can't disagree. You make a fantastic point, man. Um, I honestly don't. I don't have... get me wrong. I don't think it's a sport either. I just like fucking with you guys. <laughs> no, this anything else. This is great, and the, the scratching your balls point. <laughs> I, I got nothing for. I can't. I. I mean, well, I, I mean <laughs> you're right. If you think about it, I mean, going back to screw esports, if you just go to like NASCAR, those guys have a chance of ending up a fucking fireball versus soccer, where That's true. if anybody comes within four feet of you, you can scream and roll on the ground like a fucking four year old. But they can't so, scratch their balls while they're driving. This is true. They have to keep both hands <laughs> on the wheel most of the time. Well, wait a minute. What if they scratch their balls while they're in the pit stop? <laughs> or Doesn't if count. they're a very Doesn't... high paid team, they probably have a guy that does it for them. This this is what the the drunk, drunk line was line. for. This, this is right it. here. Oh, Bill, that is such a I I don't have I don't have a response, man. You, you I, totally you dumbfounded us. You make a great point. Like, uh, and I, I think we mentioned this on an earlier show. Like, where's the line we did. between? We had no idea. What is NASCAR a sport? is always that line, but I mean, yeah, I <laughs> scratching your balls really has me Bill, scratching my head. Yeah, that's. <laughs> Look, dude, I can see your head, so there's a close mirror to it. Technically, right now, you're in a sport. Fair enough. Well, there it is. Oh, there you shit. have it. Bill, All the listeners. For, thanks for calling, man. I appreciate it. It was good hearing from you, bud. All right, no problem. You guys take care. <laughs> you too, thanks, man. bud. Wow. Um, Franci- I, Francisco I, wants I, to know, is bowling a sport then? 
Yeah, that see, that's where I'm. Bo- I'm all in on bowling being a sport because again, physical exertion. I mean, I don't. <sighs> I don't know, man. Because then it's like really, well, you don't think bowling's a sport? I don't know. Because then it, then it. Come on, the dude was an athlete, man. Cheerleading is that a sport? Because there's physical exertion yes. there. Actually, yes. Okay, so you're going with, mm-hmm. but you're going with competitive cheerleading, not. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Not just on the sidelines shaking it for the football players. No, that's. Speaking not. of that, we need to we need to get your coworker on the show now that she's an NFL cheerleader. Oh, Jackie. Yeah, we can we can oh. find out all about Jackie that. We can see if uh, let's see if she thinks it's a sport. I guarantee you she will. <laughs> she was a competitive dancer at Florida too, so yeah. Yeah, I I don't know, man. Uh it's it, it's impossible for me. I think you have to take it on a sport by sport basis. Yeah, to make uh, that. I I mean it really is like each individual one and then I think, you know, it's a personal it's one hundred percent like you're never gonna get a whole a bunch of people to agree yeah. on one thing because I feel like if you participate in it and you know you that's gonna be your go to yeah yeah people are gonna define it well I practice I you know I spend hours outside of it I mean it's every it's bit of my sport. life yeah. yeah it's every bit of sport as those other people and I do the same right. similar things. And I guess, you know, that's much like the scratching your balls for baseball thing. It's like, I don't really have much to say to that. So. I mean, when you think about it, there's so many, like, just thinking about the Olympics, there's so many things that you're like, is that really a sport? Like curling. Right. Curling is one of those things that you watch it and you're like, what the fuck am I watching right now? Right. Or you don't watch it because it's curling. And uh, you're like, I know what the <laughs> fuck that is. I, why would I watch that? But it's that's considered an Olympic sport. So right. there is uh, – archery is another one that doesn't have a lot of physical – there's no physical exertion in archery. It's Yeah, that's a tough one too. So – but that's considered a sport. So I don't yeah. – I, I honestly don't know. We are not uh, the czars. But <laughs> bottom line, I wouldn't consider esports a sport. No. I, I mean I, – Unless you're scratching <laughs> your balls. Me. Bless you. I lo- thank you. I love video games, and I love the competition of video games, and I've been in some ones that have gotten pretty – all right, I will. Uh, and I, I've been sweating bullets. Yeah. But it's not, I mean, you know, it's not the same as getting up and running 12 laps right. against people. That's completely different thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, I'll go with anything that a, uh, a nine year old can beat me in should not be considered a sport. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be my line. <laughs> you know, we're getting close to that age where that, this could be a lot true. of things. That that nine-year-old <laughs> age is just going to get lower. Yeah, like, that, that line is starting five-year-old. to If a five-year-old can beat me, then it doesn't count as a sport. <laughs> a functioning three-year-old. And there, there's my lovely fiance chiming in, said she was probably going to sleep through this one. Yes, Scott loves his video games. <laughs> Thanks, boo. <laughs> Oh shit! That's awesome. That was a great call, Bill. Good. That, good that talk, was man. that. That made I us think. All right, so we're wrapping up the NBA. Uh, let's just say, all right, game one in the books. Warriors took it, not putting a whole lot of stock in it. They defend their home turf. Yes, War uh, Cavs looked bad, but they didn't look god awful. And I don't think the Warriors even. The scary part is they didn't look that great. I mean, they could still do better. So I I don't know I mean again I, I I'm heard, not gonna put stocking into it yeah. until they go back to Cleveland and the same thing happens and if Cleveland comes out in game two writes the ship 
then I think even if it's competitive in game two, you're gonna be like, right? Okay, this is a series, right? But I still, I, I'll still think it's a series, even if the outcome is exactly the same. Because again, until they go to Cleveland and do that, which obviously then it would make it three nothing, assuming that they did the same thing in game two, right? But until they go to Cleveland and dismantle them like that, I'm, I'm just not, you know, worried. It's a they were down three one, man. It's hard to well, and I think if you're and they've got LeBron, like it's any hard. other any other team, if you take a drubbing like that in the first game, yeah, you're right, you're them off done, mostly. yeah, you're done. Well, but uh, the Cavs are going to get in that locker room and be like, yeah, this happened last year. It's fine. We're fine. We're totally fine. There's a lot that went their way last year, and yeah. a lot has to go their way again this year and for that's them to fine, win it, but. but it's not like it can't. anything can happen. Exactly, right. anything can happen. Um, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see how this turns out. Want to talk some hockey? Uh, before we do that, do you want to try to name some black hockey players? Oh, let's talk hockey before. <laughs> or all right, yeah, fine. you should you should try to name some black hockey players for those of you that are tuning into this show for the first time. First of all, thank you and welcome. Uh, Scott. Second of all, this is something special for you. Getting to watch my black ass get iced <laughs> by not naming these black hockey players. <laughs> so Scott uh, was very cavalier talking about P.K. Subban. I see what you did there. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't even, I am not a warrior. I didn't even mean to do but that. I was but very cavalier. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that, but uh, thank you for you got that out. I'm proud of that one now. Uh, it, put, the, put the drunk line on mute. Make sure they can't call while I'm doing this. Why is it going to disrupt you? It is. It's going to fuck up my mojo. I might get this today, but if the phones ring, eh. I'm not going to mute it. I want somebody to call in while you're doing this. If you call, fuck you. <laughs> uh, everybody listening, that was a challenge. Uh, so I totally expect Cheryl to call. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so for those of you that don't know, Scott uh, called PK Subban, Patrick Subban, quite a few times, and then doubled down by saying, I know black hockey players. and uh, Like the back of me hand. And he, he didn't, because he didn't even know his name was P.K. Subban. So now, the punishment is Scott has to name every black hockey player in the NHL, and if he doesn't, he gets iced. Scott, whenever you're ready, name those black guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, with an intro like that, I guess I can't fuck this up, huh? Uh, well, we'll go with... Ever since Eric called me out about it, I always start off with P.K. Subban. Yeah. It's <laughs> always you're deep in the... Yeah. Oh, you know if he's going to that one, he's <laughs> fucked. So, P.K. Subban, uh, Darnell Nurse, um, Joshua Hosang, yeah. Devontae Smith-Belly, Seth Jones, oh, Darnell Nurse. You already named him. Oh, did I? Oh, yep. shit. That's oh, because, all, right. uh, uh, all right. Darnell Nurse and Jerome McGinley. That's the other one I was thinking of. Okay. Uh, JT Brown. And here's where the well dries up. <laughs> and boom, there's goes the dynamite. There's other ones that you have gotten before. Yeah, that, well, we've been over this. Uh, God damn it. This is what it's going to be like, like Kyle studying with my son. Kyle Okoso. I'll give it to you. It's Akposo. Akposo. I always give mess it, I'll that give name it to up. You. Um,. I said Seth Jones. I said Darnell Nurse. I said JT Brown. Who's the uh, the really good player this year that everybody was like, come on, man. How do you keep missing this guy? I can't think of his fucking name. How about the uh, the dude that was in the article? Uh, he Pierre the... Bellamare. Yep, Pierre-Edouard Bellamare. Yeah. That one. I didn't get his second name. 
Uh, the one. Wait, oh, Wayne Simmons. Yes, that's thank the one. you. Yes, that's the one everybody is. wants you yeah, to name. Wayne Simmons. Yeah, that's the one everybody Simmons. gets on my balls about. Um, yep. Got him. Shit, man. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight left. And I've named how many? Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Ten, and there's eight left. Yep. I feel like I should only have to drink three fourths of this bitch. That made the rules, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I, you realize how many dicks I had to look at? Nope, you gotta drink that whole fucking spirit off. You should go back in time. You should only have to look at three fourths of a dick. <laughs> All right, well. All right, Mike. Is. You only gotta look at the shaft this time. <laughs> that's where we wrap this up. All right, we you go. missed Evander Kane. Evander Kane. That's another one of the you ones that I know. Johnny Oduya. Johnny. Ryan Reeves, Dustin Biflin, Anthony Duclair, Joel Ward, Andreas Martinson, and Chris Stewart. Fuck me. So time for Scott to get iced. And I still don't have any music for this because it's just really fun to, to watch, watch you watch me and get my iced with no, yeah, with no background. and <laughs> The anger that comes out when you have to get iced. You're just like, oh, motherfucker. Um I'm glad you're staying on camera. Thank you for that. That's uh, that's good work, man. That's a that's the work of a goddamn professional. By the way, Chris said archery, pull back a compound bow. That's huge physical exertion. I'm gonna trust you on that one, Chris, because I. No, it actually is hard work. I, it's one of those things where again, it's it's got its physical elements. I just don't know. I don't know how much stock. <laughs> You put into it, like, yeah. It's it's tough. It it is it is really hard to pull back that. Bow. I'm it's sure it's than very it, hard. It's tougher to than pull it looks. That. Yes, I'm sure that's very hard to pull that. Oh, back. Good I, God. You all right, bud? You good? <laughs> I'm sure that's gonna make the rest of that gumball head taste real good after that. I hate my fiance. Did you see what she just said? I did not. Yeah. She said, "Would you? You should play Let It Go from Frozen <laughs> in the background for this. Unbelievable." Yeah, I can't wait to marry you, sweetheart. You're oh, the greatest. That's awesome. Whitey wants us to get a mic on that ice next time. So there's not, I, there's really not much sound though coming from it, other than you know what the only sound is that exasperated burp that I have to let out as soon Every as I time. get done. It's so uh, it's, uh, <laughs> oh. there. I recreated the sounds <laughs> from getting ice. Uh, Cheryl, just so you know, we can't play "Let It Go" from Frozen. Oh yeah, because we get sued. We would, yeah, because they'd be like, all twelve people <laughs> listening to this. Uh oh, that's a call. Oh no, it's a call. Drunk line. Oh, this is a call I've been waiting for all night. Uh, if it's Cheryl, Craftroot Sports. Who's this? <laughs> Hold on, just wait for it. <laughs> hey, Drew. I, I hear black and yellow. Hey, you should pick me up. What's that, Mike? We're live. How's it going, bud? Tomorrow night, we got it. All night, sir. All night. We're going to get sued for hey, Is he in the club? <laughs> What's going on right now? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Drew's at Bunbury right now. Oh shit! Yeah, uh, black and yellow. Uh, I guess that's Drew saying go Pens. 
<laughs> Drew, I don't. I, I got to drop you, man. We're gonna get sued. That was fantastic. Drew, good call, man. Sorry, I had to drop that one. But I <laughs> seriously, don't want to get sued uh, for playing black and yellow on the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for calling. I uh, before we move on here, uh, Drew. Drew got a little fucked up today. Did he leave a voicemail? He left three voicemails. <laughs> Shit. You want to play them all? You did not tell me about this. I did so this not. Is, I do not yep, know about this. This is secret All right. Stuff well, here we go. All right. So we're going to start off with Drew's. I just, w- real quick, before you re- do that, I want to reiterate, fuck the Braves for their <laughs> blowing shit tonight. Good God. <laughs> this will make you feel better. All right. Here's Drew's first voicemail of the night. God damn it, first of all, Berlin, stop fucking ducking me, man. Just because you're worried about SEC sanctions, that shit don't apply to podcasts online because you opt in as an adult. That was a bad, bad drunken slur from a Canadian who thinks that the Habs are a team worth rooting for. Second of all, Rexton Brewing sponsoring the craft brewing area down in Bunbury is a huge move. Go work for them. Their shit's everywhere, and they deserve it so. They got great ass beer, and they're they're pushing out Sweetwater, Fat Tire, all those other bitch ass pretenders in Cincinnati area, and planting a motherfucking flag. Third of all, there is no Bud Light to be found at all at Bunbury. Miller Light paid for the exclusive right to sell non-delicious, tasty, and valuable beer here. So any skunk ass beer you get in this place is gonna be a Miller Light, and it's still gonna taste like ass. Fourth of all, fuck Sherm. It's been two weeks. Get your shit together and fix the fucking drunk line or stop this podcast altogether because you know what? You guys are worthless otherwise. Holla back. <laughs> Hit us with the holla back at the end. So Drew called in. That was at 1130 or I'm sorry, 836. I was like. This evening? Yeah, this evening. Oh, okay. Like, so that's right before Drew, I got here. Gotcha. We don't record until at least 930. Um. He left this one. Fifth of all, if you idiots are going to take yourself seriously so that when I'm walking around in public drunk and yelling at you on the phone, I can, like, you know, maybe give some marketing material to people. Give me some fucking business cards to hand out for you fools so people know how to get at your podcast. Come on. Do your shit right. Print off 500 cards on VistaFrick for, like, five fucking dollars and let your people work for you and spread the goodness and the gospel that is craft brewed sports. Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> I love that. Oh, our, wow. I love the idea of our street team just being an angry dude. Angry dude yelling at, at us. festivals. <laughs> These motherfuckers, they suck. But you should call in and listen to them. This wow. one is one I have not listened to yet. This so is the this third is gonna, one. This is the third one. This just came through at uh, All right, Mothers Hide Your Daughters. Uh, this was like right before we opened up the line anyways. God damn it, Scott. I just saw one of the best pieces of live entertainment probably of my summer, uh, watching Desk After Cutie perform at Bunbury tonight, and you mean to tell me that Sherm still hasn't figured out how to fucking get the drunk line on live podcast audio. <laughs> tell him to get it together, man. Otherwise, I'm probably going to keep calling and saying just as many outrageous and worthless, pointless things, <laughs> but you still got to listen at some point to edit it out. Because who knows, maybe at some point in here, I will strike LeVar Ball gold. Yeah, that same ass idiot who's selling five hundred dollars shoes for his shit ass son who isn't playing the 
freaking minute in the NBA. Woo! Go Cavs! Uh, well, there, there you have it. <laughs> Fantastic. Why is it that now that we have the drunk line, he hit us with the best voicemails that we've ever had? Oh, we've had some decent voicemails, but never three in succession Drew like has, that. Now that, never now that the show is live. Uh, I take that back. He has hit us with multiple in a night, and we have uh, saved them mm. and used them in uh, various shows. Francisco wants to know, did this man just achieve every Jim Rome rant ever? <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close, if not nailing it. I just, he wow. He killed it. Uh, Drew, I fucking love you, man. Uh, that's why the drunk line was invented, was for calls like that. And it's still open. So if you want to call in, feel free to call in. Uh, we are going to switch gears here. So let's talk about Hockey. the Stanley Cup. Man. Now that I've been iced. Yep, now that you got iced. Uh, so the Penguins are up 2-0. Man! All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I say that because, first of all, we both picked the Predators, and I was really confident. And in game one, I thought for sure they had it. And then it fell apart, and it was like, okay, they they outplayed them. Game one was a trouncing, dude. No, 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 no. But it was not like that throughout the whole thing. That's the, true. The the Penguins only got 12 shots on goal the whole game. You figure if you're the Predators, all right, we're good to go. We lost a game where we gave up 12 shots, period. I, you know, what are the odds that, one, what are the odds we only let that amount next game? But what are the odds that we give up that many goals on just 12 shots? So, fine, we're good to go. And then in game two... Bam. They fell down. Now, yeah. I am less concerned because this being hockey and it being not as predictable, I feel like I know Tyson's going to correct me and say why, <laughs> how wrong I am about this, but I still have faith. I still have faith that the Predators are going to go home. They're going to right this ship. I'm almost guaranteeing that they win game three. You went P.K. Subban because he also was saying. Yeah, it, it, if you listen to that thing. audio, though, it was very, uh, very tepid. I, yeah. I mean, he you said can't... we're going to go back home. And, right. And we're uh, going to we're going to handle it. We're going to throw some fucking catfish. Right. We're going to slap dick with catfish. Cat cat fi. I don't know what the, the catfish is. Anyways, uh, I think the same point that you made about the NBA finals can hold true to the Stanley Cup. It can. They, uh, I Pittsburgh feel slightly won. shakier about it, though. Well, and I mean, we've said it before that home ice doesn't really matter as much in the Stanley Cup, but it still is a home game. You still have uh, a little bit more of an advantage if there is any type of, of advantage in a hockey game. Um, and the fact that Pittsburgh won both of theirs at home, uh, it's it's the old saying, it's not a series until the home team loses. Right, which I actually hate that saying. I hate it too, but it's, it's so true. true. It's absolutely yeah. true, because if the home team just holds serve, it's a one-game series, right. game seven. And that's all that, that matters. Uh, and the, that's when things start getting fucked up in terms of uh, home ice or home court advantage. So I, I think I think the Penguins are flying high right now. I think what's helping them is the fact that they've been there before. This Absolutely. is all new to, to no, it, and definitely so, there are, there is a but I feel like for majority of the two games the Predators have played well enough to be declared the better team and 
to have won. They just haven't finished. They haven't closed things out. And so here they are down 2 nothing. How much experience plays into that, I don't know. And how much, you know, just not being able to close is the main factor. I, don't I think know. the one thing that, that's going to help them is the fact that nobody expected them to be there anyways. So now it's they're the team that's playing with nothing to lose. They they were they were playing with house money anyways. I was gonna say they already got were into the finals. They're the they're the underdog. They're right. playing against the defending champ. This is their first time there in franchise history. But at the same time, you get this far and still there's that expectation that, you know, you're gonna at least take a game. You know, maybe maybe two at home. You know. You don't wanna get embarrassed. I mean they I, I don't and I don't think they'll get swept. I don't think they get swept either. I think... Also, Blake, we already got me with the ice. You're late, man. <laughs> yeah, you, you missed it. I already got ice. So hit that rewind button. How about that? <laughs> Jesus. Anyways. <laughs> I love you, Blake. Thank you for everything you do. Blake, uh, for those of you that don't know, Blake hosts uh, quite a few podcasts. He hosts Loudmouth Boxing. Um, he does the Average Joe's uh, MMA, no, take that back. It's Loaded Joe's MMA that he does. Yeah. Uh, check out Blake. He's fucking great. His shows, I'm not even an MMA guy, and I catch myself watching his episodes on Facebook Live. I catch myself listening to him because he's, he's super entertaining. Also, he does a lot of work for this show, promoting the hell out of us. Yeah, he does. With all of the boosts on Facebook and getting our shit out there and getting our names out there and... Blake is the man, so he's the shit. You, you did miss me getting ice, though, Blake. So <laughs> go fuck yourself. So that. Uh, but Blake is—we're uh, going to have him on the show here soon. Uh, I mean, Blake, if you want to call in now, man, you can call in now. Uh, but we'll get you as an official guest here soon. <laughs> uh, but feel free to call in if you want to fucking talk some shit to Scott for not knowing black players. Shut up, Francisco <laughs> wants to know though about Nashville not allowing uh, Pennsylvania residents. To buy tickets. All right, here's I'm I'm getting sick of teams and doing this. Like cities it's so doing easy this. to get tickets secondhand any damn way. Right, it's more of a publicity stunt, it's and that's not, all it is. Yeah. Is just hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with them. This is just like a year ago when we were talking about, and we talk about it with all these playoff teams with the NFL. Hey, we're not go- we're gonna not sell fish because they're uh, the dolphins, and we're not gonna do fish sandwiches here. There's we're a, not gonna there's do a Pittsburgh stupid- there's a Pittsburgh uh, fish market, I guess that won't sell they weren't selling to Predators fans. Uh, oh, for, for they got two. them good. I, I my it's all to get notoriety for the restaurant. It's one hundred percent to whatever their business is. I think it's stupid. I hate it when, is. When well, it's just it's played out. I mean, enough, that's why I don't like it. It's enough things so, have done it. Yeah, it's so fucking overdone every year in whatever playoffs that and bets between mayors and governors. Those I'm fucking are over stupid. That. Too. I'm so over that shit. I, <laughs> you also notice that our lame dick governor didn't make that bet this time with the, <laughs> with the California governor about about anything. He, he knew better. Kasich was like, uh, no, I just not, want a good series. I'm not buying a six pack of Great Lakes. Are you kidding me? <laughs> everybody just play hard. <laughs> want to see every, everybody is a winner for participating. <laughs> oh shit, I love it. Um, all right, so 
it, this is Friday night, so when this episode goes live on uh, on SoundCloud or Google Play or iTunes or Stitcher or, Stitcher, or uh, wherever all fine podcasts are available, Clamor, whatever you want to check on. Uh, game three is Saturday night. Uh, this is going to be in Nashville. Here's my question for you, man. So the Stanley Cup playoffs, there's not a whole lot of time off in between games. Like the fucking NBA. Why the fuck <laughs> is the NBA so stretched out? We had a game last night, Thursday night, and the next game isn't until Sunday. And they're playing basketball. And these dudes are skating on ice and hitting Beat each the other. Fuck up. And they're like, I don't know, Yeah, man. we'll play Wednesday, bro. Dude, you want to play that, tomorrow? That, like, let's just wrap this up in seven days. I know it, it was because it's all set up and all that shit, but the layoff between the end of the conference championships and the start of the finals well, that was at brutal. Least at, well, it was brutal because both teams wrapped them up so quick, and we had just all this dead air of, fuck, nothing to do here, I guess. Uh, but I just don't, uh, I don't understand why basketball has to have so much time off in between games. I don't fucking understand it either. It's stupid, man. Um, anyways, game three. Real crucial breakdown night. right there, too, by the way. It's stupid. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all is stupid. That's a hot take. <laughs> Adam Silver is going to call up and, and blast us for that one. Uh, shit, Bill told me that uh, I need to move the mic out in front of my face. You soulless ginger fuck. That's a quote. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd that come from? I don't see on, on the that's comments. On the, that's on the Facebook page. Oh. Bill, sorry, man. I'm doing oh, what well, I can. Oh, well, you are a soulless ginger fuck. Gary man. said, I don't want to see his face, Bill. Fuck you, Gary. All right. Uh, <laughs> God damn it. For whatever reason, I'm not seeing the comment about you being a soulless ginger fuck, but I see the I don't want to see his face, Bill. <laughs> I, that actually just came up real random. I just see I don't want to see his face, Bill. Like, uh, okay. Dude, Facebook is so weird with how it pops up these yeah. comments. That's why you should just call into the drunk line, 440-37-DRUNK. Call in now because it's still open. Uh, we haven't closed it down for Consumer Canada yet. I feel like I'm dragging stuff out as much as possible to try to get one more call in. Like, if we could get one more call, we could take that call, do whatever, and then move on. Nah, dude, this show's been going it. organically, though, because with the episode and we've talked about everything we, I know, I just, we had planned to talk about and... Nothing. Just, it, we've even got question about questions that we had no idea we were going to answer. I know. So, isn't that fucking awesome? That is. That's fucking great. Um, uh, all right, fine. You want the show directed by y'all? <laughs> Wherever y'all want the, us to fucking go, that's where we go. We talked about exfoliating. We talked about scratching your balls. I mean, you know, it's whatever y'all want. That's what makes the drunk line so great is we don't uh, give a I fuck. love it. It's going to make uh, the show going forward is going to be so good with the drunk line. Not that it hasn't been amazing before, but this being the 50th episode, this has been everything I hoped and dreamed for. Yeah, dude. When we, we were able to go live. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. This, this show's just going to go. It. We have our tangents, but now it's going to be the the just listeners' so tangents. So many tangents. Somebody might call can. up from Bunbury and just have Black and Yellow playing in the fucking background. <laughs> you never fucking know. I mean, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, uh, what do you say then that we uh, we close down the drunk line and uh, get into Consume It or Can It? Yes. All right. Consume It or Can It. Uh, still no official sponsor on that. So if one of you poor saps out there in listener land wants to sponsor <laughs> Consumer or Can It and pay us a nominal fee each week, or where are we supposed to get watches or something? Dude, Kyle said that's coming. Oh. 
Corporate, if you're listening. Uh, what the fuck is our watches? Come on, man. <laughs> I want my watch. I'm sorry. <laughs> my, motherfucker. I want my motherfucking watch. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Out there wearing them tight pants that your daddy paid for. <laughs> I can see it or can it. This week we've got Gumball Head by Three <laughs> Floyds Brewing, 5.8% wheat beer. Scotty K. Uh, I think I know what you're going to say, but uh, can't throw it out there. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. Get no, that's it, dude. Ish. Man, Steve Raleigh. Shout out to the man, the myth, the legend, Steve Raleigh. Uh, my good buddy for suggesting. And giving me two bottles of the gumball head. He hyped it up. He talked it up. It, it had all the pressure in the world coming in because I didn't know what to expect. Mike's <laughs> eyes lit up when I walked in with it in his house. He said, oh, shit, that's good. That's a good one. You're going to like it. I I trust Mike, but, you know, there's always that twinge of doubt until you take that first sip. The first sip, it was over. It Dude. was it was love at first sip. It, absolutely. <laughs> this is one of my favorite beers of all time. But I will say consume it. Man, though, that that price. This is yeah, a consume once in a blue moon. This is a special. This is this is a you, you cleaned up your crotch type <laughs> night. Like, you know, you're wearing the special panties type night. The kids kids are out of town and you, you got real fancy with it type beer. This is not a beer that you get every Friday night. Because at $14 for a six-pack, nah. <laughs> you don't want nobody infringing on your six-pack. This is this is one where you, you can just... It's just you, the couch, and your beer. Oh, fuck, Just you man. butt naked on the couch drinking this beer. Cause, I mean, because seriously, I don't want to share one of these with nobody. I mean, me and you are sharing them because it's for the show. That's fine. This is research. Yeah. But this is research. I, if I ever buy one of these again, and, and somebody's like, oh, what is that? Man, dude, this is a great fucking beer. And I got to tell you, you need to find it, and you need to buy yourself a six-pack because it's great. Now I'm going to go back to drinking my beer because it's $14 for a six-pack. <laughs> Frankie said it's a stuffing a catfish in your pants special night. <laughs> right. It, it really is. I mean, it needs to come with a happy ending. And, and while the taste and the, the after effects are good, you know, I'm still left a little little desiring there in that one. So, but no, absolutely. If you find Gumball Head anywhere, pick you up a six pack. Just maybe take out a loan. Consuming the fuck out of this one here, too. Such a good beer. Um, I I said it before. I've had this before, so I knew what I was getting into. Man, look at these motherfuckers. are all talking shit in the damn comment yeah, section now. All I of don't a sudden, know. we go to Consumer to Canon, and now the shit talking one starts. And go figure. It's, it, it, Who's here? One of are the they talking about? Yours one of the, or mine? Yeah, mine. One of the ringleaders is fucking Eric out here talking shit. His, that's his <laughs> MO. Scott's beard hair is growing, but that hairline is receding. And I'm mad because it's the fucking truth. Uh, dude, that's why I started shaving because <laughs> it was gone. Fuck. I tried to shave my hair a long time ago and my wife was like, no, you're fine. It's fine. Although and then Gary she said I go to the barber and ask for the LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> that's I love Gary. Fucking Eric. God damn, he's the best. Uh, anyways. Uh, <laughs> Bill, the caller from earlier, said, Jesus, the amount of hair in that room is the equivalent of the amount of hair that's in what got it started. shorts. Yeah, that's what, that's what got it started. Uh. 
How yeah. much hair? That's we get fair. it. <laughs> we're bald. Yeah, late thirties. Consume the fuck out of this beer. This right. is a damn good beer. <laughs> get your gumball, um, head. Yeah, pick it up. Uh, again, I, the distribution isn't that wide. It is so tough to find. If you're you not going to find it, find everywhere. it, get it. Um, that's that's what makes it worth it for the fourteen dollars because you're gonna have a tough time finding it, and yeah, it may kick you in the dick right immediately to grab it. But you have to just because you might not see it again. I've only seen this beer one time in my life, and that was when I picked it up tonight. Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it uh, quite a few times. I'm, uh, it's not as so it's not as as tightly held as uh, gum or uh, uh, zombie. He- oh, fuck, I can't fucking talk. Whatever. Fucking, it's a good beer. Get it. It's 5%, man. Get your shit together. And you didn't get iced. How many times do I always have to remind you at this point in the show, your sloppy ass with not getting ice doesn't make any fucking sense. It's been Consumer Canada. <laughs> this, is the part, this, is, this is what they want. They want us to turn on each Brought other. Brought to you by... Fuck you, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair sponsor. <laughs> oh, shit. This has been a... Goddamn fun show. Hey, man. Cheers to 50. 50 episodes down. To 50 more. Uh, all right. Dude, when we get to 100, what are we going to do? We're doing live call-ins. we got video. We've got sponsors, how do we, yeah, allegedly. How do we top? Um, I mean, when we get to 100, what the fuck are we going to do? I don't know how we top what, uh, what we've done so far. I feel like each milestone we've hit. Motherfucking Eric said maybe we could get just for men to sponsor that shit. Wow. Kyle, get on that, man. I'll fucking take some stuff from you <laughs> just from I don't give a shit. I'll take payment however. Your beard is weird. <laughs> <laughs> if it's good enough for Keith Hernandez and Walt Frazier, <laughs> it's good enough for us. Yeah, I don't give a shit who sponsors the show. Uh, just for men, yeah, hit us up. I'll fucking know. It's true. I'll try some shit. Shameless on anything. At this point, what's the worst that could happen? I go more bald? <laughs> Fuck it. No, you grow an insane amount of hair and look like that fucking uh, picture that <laughs> that we saw earlier. The Lethal Weapon 3 oh. picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you look like that. Blake, if you're still listening, man, go ahead and post that on the uh, the Craft Roots yeah, Facebook post that page. The, yeah, post that into the comment section on the Facebook page. Because that was some good Photoshop work. That, I mean, it was it was Photoshop work. <laughs> right. <laughs> Yeah, it was clearly Photoshop, but that's what, that's part of the hilariousness of it. It wasn't even like like the fact that it was that bad made it that good. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. Uh, anyways, uh, hit that up. I can't find the the place to end the live video, so this live video might go on forever. I don't I don't know how that's gonna work out. Fuck I mean, I think I feel like when you hit stop, it'll. Stop. But I can't find the stop on the Facebook page. <laughs> I know, looking. but if you, if you turn off the camera, it's not just going to keep recording, <laughs> motherfucker. There's not it a, might. There's not eternity it option. Might. It might just yeah, keep going. Okay. <laughs> I guess is it'll just stop. If you close the laptop, I bet it stops. <laughs> just saying. Jesus. Oh, fuck. Thank you guys so much. For listening in, tonight. absolutely such a fun show. Thank you for helping us make it to fifty. The drunk line is going to stay open next week, so fucking 
Tune this back is in a next permanent week. thing. We are going to hit that up. Although when we're live on the road, maybe it'll be a little tough. Eh, that's going to be a little... Oh, fuck it. They can, still, they can still call in. I don't give a shit. They can ask questions to the Brewers, uh, which we are going on the road in the next couple weeks, right? Yes, we've got two more brewery tours scheduled. Um, hope to God that Broke-Ass CeeLo does not show up to either one. <laughs> but two dates in June, back-to-back weeks at breweries. Not next week. Next week we will be recording on Thursday night, so hop in for that. <laughs> Two nights in June. Oh, it's uh, the that? yeah. That's the video coming from Facebook because the computers. Oh, with the delay. Anyways, Jesus yeah, Christ, man! Get your shit together. Um, <laughs> so yeah, next week we're recording on Thursday night, so tune in for that a day earlier than usual. And then the next two weeks after that, we'll be at breweries. We'll give you more information the closer it gets. But yes. Uh, and also, I didn't mention this before. Hang on, I'm gonna I'm gonna mute this music real quick, and I'm gonna start it back up in a minute. Check out Fifth Mascot Scott's oh, new shit. side project, uh, yeah, uh, where yeah. Scott is uh, you're hosting with John Fay. Uh, of he's a Cincinnati Reds beat writer, <laughs> and we're talking Reds, so we'll get to talk about how they fucking walked off against the Braves. Yes, tonight. it'll be incredible. I can't wait. Your first episode was so good, man. That Thank was you, dude. so fucking awesome. Uh, first episode went out this week. Uh, if you're listening to this, it was last week. Uh, check that out. Fifth Mascot, uh, super great show. Scott does an awesome job hosting that one with John Fay. Mm. Uh, so subscribe to Thank that you, one. Subscribe to us, Craft Brew Sports. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you want to listen to your podcast. We're there. And Fifth Mascot is available on all that same shit, too. Yes. Uh, subscribe to both. Support the uh, the shows. You can follow Craft Brew Sports on Twitter, at Craft Brew Sports. Follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. I'm at Mike Berlon. Hit up the drunk line next week. Thank you guys so much. 440-37-DRUNK. It was awesome this week. Keep that up next week. We love so you. Great. <laughs> uh, this has been Crab hey, Sports. And wait, one last yeah. thing. We are out of ices, so I don't know how we're going to fix that. Somebody somebody needs to send in more ices? Uh, yep. All right. Well, gonna, that's it. That's all we got. buy some more. What? No. Uh, uh, cheers, break, everybody. You bring it up. We're going through it. Tell them <laughs> Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Choose from a great selection of digital coupons and use them up to five times in one transaction. Check our app for details. Baker's, fresh for everyone.